It's Remy and Casey on 92.3 WIL. Oh, here we go. A little tasty Tuesday for you. You always start the day with, oh. Did you notice that? It might be a choice. It might be a conscious choice. No, I think tomorrow you're going to be, oh. And then notice that you're about to do it. I'll do it. <laughs> you might as well just lean in. Oh, tasty Tuesday. How you doing, Casey? Oh, not bad for a Tuesday. Anything happened yesterday in your life that you would like to talk to us about or no? Only the fact that I sent off my passports a month ago and they decided that they didn't like the form of payment. So they sent those things right back. Man, that that's the worst. That's like and now I'm like, right now I got to do it again. It's going to take longer. Thankfully, you don't have to be anywhere in the like next two or three months, right? You don't have to be going anywhere. This isn't a rush. I feel like passports are always a rush for people. It's you look at it and you're like, oh crap, this is expiring, but I, I'm going to Mexico in three weeks. Yeah, well, right. <laughs> yeah. It's like always the case. Yeah, it's not a rush. It's yeah. just I just don't want to do it again. Yeah, no, I feel you on that. It's always a pain in the butt. Uh, took my son Leo to Children's Hospital yesterday. Mm-hmm. Everything's good. Everything's fine. But I always forget how awesome Children's Hospital is. It's like he just felt so at home. You know, it's so kid friendly. Obviously, it's a children's hospital. They got fish tanks everywhere. Right. It's amazing. Uh, but the the staff there, the nurses, the doctors, the therapists, everybody, awesome. Uh, it's just a good reminder to know that we've got such great children's hospitals right here in St. Louis. So, like I said, everything's fine. It was like a check in just to see if everything was going well. It is. So, we've got Tyler Hubbard tickets up for grabs with the big three this morning. So, you're going to want to be here for that. And thank you for hanging out. It's 92.3 WIL. Casey covers country on 92.3 WIL. Tyler Hubbard's giving us an inside look at how a song sounds the day they record it versus the one that we actually get to play. So Tyler Hubbard took his solo career by storm with singles like Dancing in the Country. But songs don't just sound that way the day that they make them. Uh We know that. Tyler Hubbard actually called up Keith Urban to help him out when it comes to making this song. And if you take a listen, you can actually hear Keith on the track. I don't know how a Keith Urban song could ever flop, but here, let me show you. Let's see. Keith was doing what he does so well and just bringing this song to life. Everybody brought their A game to the table and we left with a great song. We kind of high-fived it out. They high-fived it out and then they had a single. Tyler's giving his fans an inside look at how that song sounded the day that they recorded it um, before, you know, it was mastered and produced to be a single on the radio. So here's how it sounds. You can hear Keith mainly on the track. Same song, but you can tell it's not exactly the same. Right? Whereas, that's what we know. I think they took out the top harmony part. This is one of my favorite things about music is the creation of it at this level. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. what did it sound like when they were working it out in that room? Right. 
Tyler kind of goes through it and he's like, you know, I'm sitting here writing the lyrics and I'm like, like he knew that he knew how it had to go, but he didn't know what the words were. Meanwhile, Keith Urban's in a corner with his guitar just shredding away as he does. Mm -hmm. I can only imagine what witnessing that is like. Yeah, we've, uh, we've, you know, discussed this with many artists before. Like, where does a song begin? Where do you you start with a title? Do you start? It's every song is different. Right. Every single song is inspired from a different place. My only note, I think Keith Urban should be on this song with him. I think that would be awesome. That's kind of why they released this to the people and it's out now. So you can go listen to the demo version featuring Keith Urban. I love it. I know. I love it. Now, now when Tyler Hubbard opens for Keith Urban at some point on tour, that's the song they come out together to. See? Uh, Remy out here. I'm just writing these. Calling out the future. <laughs> we'll see. You can see Tyler Hubbard in St. Louis. He's going to be at Ballpark Village on June 23rd. But you can also try and win those tickets today at 8 a.m. Remy and Casey. If you've got a good trampoline injury story, I want to hear from you. 314-699-4766. That is our text line. Tell me what happened. The kids have discovered the neighbor's trampoline. Mm. We got them a trampoline, or I think they met, they might have gotten a trampoline for, for, it was a gift from grandparents or something. I'm not sure how we acquired it, but it's a smaller one. It's not- like an inside the house one? No, it's a little bit bigger than that. Okay. So it's been outside for the last couple of years, but they've outgrown it. They're obviously too big to be on it. But the neighbors right next door have a gigantic full-size trampoline that's just been taunting them. And one of the kids got the nerve to go up to their door the other day and go, hey, can we jump on your trampoline? And the neighbors were like, if it's okay with your parents, our kids don't use it anymore, so go for it. Oh my gosh. And so I'm just outside imagining all of these terrible scenarios as the kids have never been on like a full-size trampoline outside. Oh, so there's, were you out there with them, like kind of standing guard? Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's no, there's no there's guard. There's not a net. No nets, no guardrails or anything. Lauren loves it. <laughs> That's sarcasm. It just brings me back to my childhood I babysat these kids whose parents were extra. They were those parents that got their kids everything, but the best of everything. Okay. They had a rectangular trampoline. Have you ever seen these? Have I seen those? As an ex-cheerleader, those are the ish. Yes. The bomb. Yes. I still dream of having one in my future home. So this was before trampolines were like a huge thing and a lot of kids had them in their backyard. And this thing was rectangular. This thing was on steroids. It was crazy. So every kid who I, you know, was walking home with wanted to jump on this thing. And I remember going inside and grabbing a sandwich or something. And one of my buddies came in and had mud all over his face. I was like, mm. what happened? I fell off the trampoline, man. Another guy, <laughs> his legs went right, right around the springs. The springs, ooh. Right in the junk. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. I just feel like if you get on a trampoline, you are going to get injured at some point. So I'm waiting for what that might be. I don't know. I had one growing up. I for probably like 10 years and I never got hurt. But that is also to say that like I was probably Emerson's age when I started jumping on a trampoline and also like tumbling and cheerleading and stuff. So I kind of had a a maybe, um, what's that called? Like a sense of like my body, even when like I was flown off, I never got like hurt. Yeah. So maybe this is a good thing in a way. (laughs) Let us know on the text line, 314-699-4766. I'm just... I'm waiting for it. Like, I don't want to be an overprotective parent. I want to let them do it. I'm just waiting for that. You know what this means. What's that first injury going to be? You got to get the net. You got (laughs) to tell the neighbors you're buying a net. Get the net for their trampoline. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) See, I'm telling you, if you got a trampoline, there are injuries that are associated with it. I think there's over 100, they said there's over 100,000 ER visits in a year 
for trampoline <laughs> for the trampoline fact that injuries. You looked it up though. <laughs> well, I mean, if they're going to be on it, I got to know. I got to be prepared. Uh, we got some text messages from the six three six. I was on my trampoline when I was ten or eleven and was doing a backflip. At this point, our net had come off during a storm, which also, by the way, yeah. Those things fly in storms. Uh, after the backflip was done, I overjumped. My leg went between the spring and the trampoline. In the middle of my calf is what got caught between the spring and the trampoline, and my body flew back. My leg stayed. Uh, it did not uh, break. It did not break, but it was swollen. My favorite so far, I broke my foot when I was trying to jump on the trampoline. With rollerblades on. <laughs> see, no, see, I think there's a line between jumping on the trampoline and the, the acting a fool on the trampoline. <laughs> yeah, that is so something that I would be doing when I was a kid. I would be like, oh, I don't want to take these rollerblades off. Let's try it on the trampoline. Let's go. <laughs> uh, let us know if you've got any trampoline stories, injury uh, oh. stories to be exact. 314-699-4766. Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. Casey, I know you've been waiting for some Aaron Rodgers news. Who? Oh, yes. <laughs> I really, for a second, forgot who that was. That Green Bay Packers guy. Right. Well, he emerged from his darkness retreat. Oh, yeah. Like two months ago. And it's official. Aaron Rodgers is heading to the Jets. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Packers are also giving up their 2023 first round pick in exchange for New York's first round pick plus a second round pick and a sixth round pick. So draft picks and Aaron Rodgers. The Jets will also absorb the remainder of Aaron's contract, although it'll probably be renegotiated. He will not wear number 12 for the Jets, even though the New York legend Joe Namath said he could have it. Instead, he'll wear number eight like he did in college. There you go. Interestingly enough, uh, Aaron's predecessor at Green Bay, Brett Favre, also moved to the Jets in 2008 as his career was winding down. Mm -hmm. Rodgers is 39. He's played all 18 of his NFL seasons with the Packers who are expected to replace him with a 2020 first round pick. They're looking at Jordan Love. So there you go. When you said he was going, I was hoping you were saying he was going to, you know, be an actor. Hollywood, <laughs> Switzerland. Yeah, yeah right. I just feel like if I emerged from my darkness retreat and the Jets were the pick, I'd probably go back into the darkness retreat. I feel and like, see. actually, this is not what I expected. It's not what I manifested. I need yeah. to go back and rethink some things. Just see if I got, uh, if, you know, hit the not randomizer to mention, again. If I had Aaron Rodgers' money and I just emerged from a darkness retreat, if I just crawled out of a cave, mm -hmm. I'd be like, you know what? Forget football. Don't need it. I'm going back to bed. Right. Going to my house, to my mansion. Yeah. Like, you don't have to continue. Tom Brady. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. <laughs> if anyone knows, I hear it. Aaron, you could be done, bro. Okay. Anyways, uh, the struggle bus continues to roll down the road for the Cardinals who were shut out last night in San Francisco four to nothing. Uh, Jordan Montgomery had a strong outing in his fifth start of the season, striking out six batters while allowing just one run in six plus innings. And it was just all downhill from there. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. uh, the birds will try again. Uh, tonight, first pitch at 845. Need to turn this thing around sometime soon. Can't keep getting losses. City SC will also play tonight. I'll take the pitch tonight against Union Omaha at home. Kickoff at 7. Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. 
Adele and James Corden had an emotional final carpool karaoke sesh as James ends his time as the Late Late Show host. This carpool karaoke doesn't actually air until Thursday night's show, but like the clip is already circulating online and it's really sweet. It all started with Adele showing up to James Corden's house, telling the camera that she had the key and she was going to go inside and wake him up. I'm sure they told him like, hey, our camera guys, someone's going to come in and like wake you up tomorrow morning or at least like pretend to. So don't be sleeping naked. Yeah. But what he didn't know is that it was going to be Adele. And so she woke him up so that she could drive him on one last carpool karaoke. Normally he's in the driver's seat. Yeah. But this time he got to just sit back and take it all in and really belt it all out. The only scary part is that Adele admitted that she doesn't really drive that often in the States. I also can't sing without closing my eyes, so... Oh, well, this is yeah. brilliant. This so is going to be great. She also can't sing without closing her eyes. Adele! Adele. <laughs> but what I didn't know is that Adele and James Corden are like the best of friends. Their families are tight. Their kids are tight. Just a couple Brits living in Hollywood. They talked about how James and his wife were really there for Adele when Adele went through that big breakup a few years ago and mm -hmm. she was under all this like public watch and then she had her big weight loss journey and she released her brand new album and now she's got her new mans. Can you imagine being a supportive friend of Adele? Right. Like how do you like, I'll bring over some food tonight, Adele. Exactly. What? I'll come hang. I'm, it's, I didn't realize all this and they also get into about how much Having him there for her meant and how he thinks it's just time to move back to the UK because his parents are getting older, his kids are getting older, and it's yeah. just time to like put family first. And they had a really emotional moment talking about it. I also can't sing without closing my eyes. Oh, so. sorry. Oh, well, this is yeah. brilliant. This is going to be great. <laughs> we already know that, girl. This is my last ever time, but I'll do this. It's blown my mind that you've done this for me. You're one of my best friends and, in the whole world. And you are mine. <laughs> I love you. It has nothing to do with distance. I know. I'm just not ready to come back yet. Otherwise, I would come back with you. And they just cry. I was like, who knew they were like best friends? This is kind of weird to me. I know that you know James Corden's been in the news for some not so nice things that he's done at restaurants and things like that. But I just feel like these late night shows go on forever and ever. And apparently, he's he wants his See, kids to like experience London and all that kind of stuff and that's what I was thinking too I, I was thinking you know, he's never he's not really done this for that long I think of someone like David Letterman mm -hmm. who had I don't know correct me but done it for a very long time Decades, yeah him and Jay Leno and exactly and Johnny now it Carson. feels like uh, James Corden's been in and out there's another guy who I don't know his name he Conan Conan or, <laughs> that's another Conan for a season that's not the one I was thinking of or like um, Lily what gosh, what's her name Lily someone and she, they let her do it for like a season. I don't know. It was like, she was like yeah. the first female late night show host. Anyway, a little shocked that he's leaving already. Not really with all the turmoil that's going on, but I appreciate his reasoning for doing it. So I will post that clip to our Facebook page. If you're a carpool karaoke fan, it's pretty fun to watch. Real news is lame. This is unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. Casey, do you have any friends that you've never met in person? It's odd to say, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I do. Like mainly internet friends? Yeah, they're people that, you know, who I live in the, I know they live in the area or they might be in the radio industry and you, maybe we're friends with each other. We follow each other. We have mutual friends. But a lot of times, like, I'm not nervous to just send a direct message to someone who I've never seen in person and be like, yeah. 
hey, by the way, I'm Casey. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And then, you know, whenever you do finally see them in person, you're like, this is so weird. Mm. I feel like we've done this, but we haven't. <laughs> yeah. At uh, a new poll, a whopping 50% of Americans say they have a friendship that's entirely online, meaning that they have never met this person in real life. It's more common for Gen Zers, 68%, millennials, 61%, 40% of Gen X, and then 20% of boomers. When asked how those relationships or friendships compare, 26% of uh, online relationships say they are equally as meaningful to those that exist in real life. I've got a couple friends that are in the uh, aquarium hobby, one of which I had been talking to for years, had even like done some work with me mm-hmm. and finally met him in real life a couple months ago. He was much taller than I thought. I guess it's like <laughs> having a pen pal. Yeah. If you're going to compare it to anything. Yeah. And you just never know. It's it. There is that little thing in the back of your head that's like, when I do meet this person in real life, are we actually going to still get along? Are or, we still going to like, are, are you as cool as you seem online yeah. or is this all a facade? Yeah. Uh, I think for the most part, every everybody that I've had an online like friendship with, and then met in real life has been good. So that's good. Uh, Younger adults were far more likely to consider online friendships more meaningful. 25% of Gen Z said that was true, while just 2% of boomers agreed. I think it's funny because I don't know how many... How many people reconnected on Facebook when that first started becoming a thing? Right. People who hadn't seen each other in years or people who hadn't maybe seen each other since like high school. Yeah. And I know that this has also resulted in a lot of uh, infidelity and... Uh, relationships busting up because of online relationships and then you go meet them in person. So there's also like a, a bad side to this, but I think we're just talking about the friendship. So totally. Uh, yeah. And like business relationships too. I feel like now it's so much easier to get a hold of people who you probably never would have gotten access to before. Yep. Yep. There's probably a lot of people that work in, in corporate America mm-hmm. that work with people across the ocean or maybe in California, New York, or whatever on a daily basis, maybe Zoom them, but yeah. I've never met them in real life. So uh, I feel like the pandemic has kind of changed all of that. But interesting stats, because I had to think back. I was like, do I know anybody exclusively online? And it, it's it's true. Remy and Casey. I feel like at the end of the year, there's always words that are used. I think gaslighting was the word of the year last year. Oh yeah, like the trendiest word of the year. I feel like this year, it's going to be the term wedding sprawl. Have you heard this before? This is a word I have not heard. So it's obviously two words. Wedding sprawl is basically when the wedding goes from a day to a whole year of celebrations. So you may not know what the term is, but you've probably been feeling this as of late, probably the last five years. Basically, weddings used to be proposal, bridal shower, rehearsal dinner, wedding, reception, Honeymoon, done. Okay. Now it is very much (laughs) couples have an engagement party, proposal party. Mm -hmm. Uh, There'll be the proposal, then the bridal shower, maybe two bridal showers, a destination bachelor, bachelorette party, maybe two of those as well, combined and uh, separate. The wedding, the reception, a day after brunch, two or more honeymoons. Turns out you're right. I'm feeling this. (sighs) Man, it's a lot. And then if you're involved in more than one of these weddings. Oh, yeah. You're going to like double all of that stuff. And thankfully we're kind of out of like, my wife and I are kind of out of that portion of our life where all of our friends and family are getting married. Yep. But you're right in the thick of it. Right, it's it's all my friends. It's my cousins around my age. It's me and it's so overwhelming. I, 
have some friends who are constantly like, oh, we got to travel here for so-and-so's bachelorette. We got to go to three bridal showers. We got to do this, this, and that. And I'm yeah. saying to myself, I'd be cutting off friends if I were you. <laughs> Who's got the time and the money? It's yeah. so expensive. Or I'm trying to keep it like a little bit more traditional with ours. Like, I don't think we're going to have a, sh- since we're having a destination wedding, I don't think we're going to have a shower. I think, um, my bachelorette's gonna be like a day at the lake mm-hmm. because it gets so overwhelming. I don't want my friends to feel sick and tired of celebrating me. Yeah, I feel like even even before traditionally, it was still a, an expenditure. If you're if you're in the wedding as a groomsman or a bridesmaid, you're still dropping like a thousand dollars on all of the th- the gifts, the showers, the the clothes. Uh, the clothes, the dresses, the shoes, <sighs> all the things. But if you're feeling this, there's now a word for it. It's called wedding sprawl. A wedding sprawl. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I like that term, but... Instead of one day, you get a whole year of celebrations. Man. <laughs> Are you going through this right now? Let us know on the text line, 314-699-4766. Remy and Casey. Let's get to it. Today, we are playing the big three. Remy is playing today. He's playing for Emily and Belleville for these Tyler Hubbard tickets. Would you like to spin the wheel and see what you're going to play? <laughs> Today, we're playing Tyler Hubbard. Since these tickets for Tyler Hubbard at Ballpark Village are in June, we're going to get to talk to him, most likely. And I got to make sure that Remy knows the basics about this guy, since he definitely doesn't know the lyrics from this guy. That's true. So, the great news is that if you don't have an answer, you have one phone a friend where Emily from Belleville can help you out. She's on the phone, and I'm letting you know, you might not know these if you don't know Tyler Hubbard super well. Fantastic. But hopefully, Thanks for another awesome game, Casey. Hopefully it'll help <laughs> us out whenever he is here. Number one. Multiple choice? Multiple choice, yes. Oh, yeah, fantastic. See, you'll be fine. Tyler says his worst quality is A, he's always late. B, he can't stay awake during movies. Or C, reverting back to 808 tracks instead of using real drums and making music. Man... I really want to say A, because I feel like he was late to Jingle Fest interview stuff. He, You're right. Um, but that's not saying much. I feel like that's all artists, really. They just kind of work on their own schedule. C sounds very specific. <laughs> and so I'm going to go with C, the 808 drums. Number two, Tyler Hubbard's favorite adult drink is A, a sweet tea with fireball. B, a strawberry blonde pale ale or C a Moscow mule made with old camp whiskey do you think he likes his own stuff I think he likes his own stuff I would I'm hope gonna, so I'm gonna go with C Moscow mule with his brand his brand of whiskey old camp whiskey the pecan whiskey number three while it was airing Tyler never missed an episode of A, Dexter, B, This Is Us, or C, House Hunters. Uh, Well, House Hunters, who knows when those seasons air? Like, who knows when the new ones are? They just kind of always are on. Are they still evolving? Yeah, they're just always on. My wife and I breed hamsters. Our budget is $2 million. (sighs) Facts. (laughs) Uh, Would you like Emily's help? Yeah, maybe Emily knows. (laughs) Emily, do you know? I do not 
Let's let's rule out the HDTV. Let's let's rule out House Hunters. Okay. So, so it's either Dexter, Dexter, or, or This Is Us. Like personally, I don't think he's admitting to watching This Is Us. I think it's Dexter. I think I'm gonna go A. Okay. Final answer. That's your final answer. Yep. Emily, out of three questions, how many do you think that Remy got correct? Oof. I think he got two. Wow. She's got some real faith. I don't know about that. Did he get two correct? Mm. Oh, no. no. Number one, Tyler Hubbard's worst quality is indeed that he's always late. He was late to Jingle Fest. That was an awesome answer C, though. Mm-hmm. Good I know. For, good for you for making that up. Thank you. Number two, Tyler's favorite adult drink is indeed Moscow Mule featuring his very own Old Camp Whiskey. Yes. But number three, while it was airing, Tyler Hubbard never missed an episode of This Is Us. Ah. He got you there. Well, that guy should have known it. So you need to watch this so that whenever he comes to town, you guys can talk about it in our interview or we'll have a Moscow Mule waiting for him. Moscow, let's talk Moscow Mules and Mandy Moore. And you can... You can keep that voice, too. The best news is that, Emily, you are still going to go to the show. You will be seeing Tyler Hubbard at Ballpark Village this June. Yay. Congratulations, Emily. <laughs> Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. This person kick-started Chris Jansen's career by being a jerk. Chris Jansen recently revealed that his first enemy was actually his music teacher back in school. And artists, they will always credit their music teachers for getting them to where they are today, but usually in like a gracious way. Mm -hmm. Or Chris Jansen, he's not afraid to tell the story about how a teacher lit a different kind of fire beneath him. When I was a kid, I was in music class and I flunked. And the music teacher, this is this is going to blow you away, but the music teacher told me I was stupid. But she used the word stupid because I couldn't I couldn't read music and I still can't read music to this day. And after that, Chris Jansen said he had something to prove and made an entire career out of making music and still not knowing how to read it. Yeah, that's uh, I feel like that's a lot of artists that can't read music, but are superstars, you know. And I feel like that's a lot of stories mm -hmm. where somebody when I don't know, maybe you were little like Chris Jansen was or just like starting out. And when somebody told, you no, it really hits you somewhere deep or told like that they didn't have any faith that you could get it done. It hits you somewhere deep and suddenly you're like, actually, I will do it, and I'll be thinking of you the yeah. entire time. When I succeed. <laughs> I'll be thinking of you. He goes on to say that how we speak to children makes a huge impact on the type of people they become, and he wants to be an advocate for encouragement, no matter how different everyone is or if it takes a little more effort to understand where each other comes from. Something that I don't like in general is when people make rules for other people just because they can, because everybody has their own way of doing things in life. Whether you write songs different, whether you sing different, whether you look, talk, walk, act, wherever you come from different. Unfortunately, that teacher definitely came from Missouri though since he was yeah. living in where St. Jen or, or St. Somewhere down there. Somewhere down yeah. by St. Jen at that time. Yeah and what's funny uh, Chris always has something more to say. Whenever you interview him <laughs> he's not just he's not just going to give you a straight answer. He's going to go deeper. He's going to make you think. He's going to inspire you. To Chris it is not a sentence. It is no. a paragraph. <laughs> exactly. Let's unpack this right away. Right Let's now. unpack everything. But we that's what we love about him, and we always love how encouraging he is. Remy and Casey. Everybody's been asking, so I figured I would update. Um, a couple weeks ago, we talked about this on the air where I still hadn't learned 
that putting two spaces after a, a period mm-hmm. is not a thing anymore. It's just not. And if this is your first time hearing this, welcome. Because I'm three weeks, two weeks into this thing too. <laughs> I remember when you first told me this and I was just shocked because I never knew that it was a thing to begin with. Yeah. So I have been struggling very hard with this. And I've been having my wife look at everything that I'm typing to just see. And she's like, you're so sporadic with it. Like sometimes you'll you'll do two spaces. Sometimes you'll do one. You do. I've even, I've even kind of had an eye on your stuff as the last couple of weeks have gone by. And yeah. everything that you type really does. Like sometimes it's two, sometimes it's one things are really close or not. Uh, I'm, I'm learning. But it reminded me of all the things that like we learned later in life. And it brought me back to this article of things that people have learned late in life. This is a, this is, I think this was a Reddit thread. Okay. And I love this one. Someone actually thought that the porta potty doesn't somehow know when someone's inside. The sign only changes to occupied when you physically lock the door. Oh my gosh. And they're just walking in and leaving the door hang. Yes. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine being at the amphitheater and just walking up to a door that had a green handle? How many people have done that? Oops. Sorry. You need to lock the door. Uh, Maybe you can blame this one on Grey's Anatomy. Someone said someone thought Mick Jagger's name was Mick Jagger. Like MC Jagger. You know, I always thought that too. Oh, you did? I did. I didn't realize it's two words. Go to McDonald's, order McJagger. I, I did think it was a an MC Jagger. <laughs> uh, the pineapples actually grow on the ground and not in a tree. Did you know that? I knew that. Okay. That when you're an adult, you don't need to buy shoes that are a little bit loose so you can grow into them a little bit later. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I always remember that as a kid. You go to you go get your foot measured or whatever, get get new shoes. And you'd always leave a little bit of room because you were growing. But at some point, you stop. For me, it was size 13. That's when I stopped. Gosh. Yeah, I guess that's true. That's something I've forgotten about. And then once you get... I don't know if this is a thing now, but I I just remember in high school is when... Like late high school is when my foot stopped growing. And they don't make half sizes after 13. Oh, really? Yeah. So it goes 13, 14, 15. I don't know if that's still a thing. They're like, if your foot's that big, see ya. Sorry. (laughs) Figure it out. Peace out. Uh, From the 314, we're getting some text messages here. I totally thought the Loch Ness Monster was a legit animal that went extinct up until recently. I didn't realize that it was considered to be mythical. So did Remy, actually. 314-699-4766. Haley in Belleville says, I feel so dumb admitting this. Whenever someone said euthanasia, I thought they were saying youth in Asia. (laughs) And I was always so confused. (laughs) Oh, no. Anything for you that, like, off the cuff? Off the cuff. I think I mentioned this last time, but once again, I I had to be 25 years old when I realized that, you know, when it's like 70 degrees outside, but feels like blank with the... Heat index. No. Or, I'm sorry. Yeah. The wind chill? I thought it was windshield. Ah. So my whole life, I was like, feels like 35 with the windshield. <laughs> and I was 25 when someone finally corrected me. I believe, I, you were also on the air when you were 25, correct? Oh, I, th- that's how I got corrected. Nice, nice. Yes. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, what's something you learned a little bit later in life? Still struggling with the two-space thing. 314-699-4766. I feel like we, we should make a whole segment out of this where we ask, what is something you learned late in life? Because there are so many of these things. We could probably do it once a week. We could. We could. Could. Uh, from the 618, uh, someone said, I didn't know that pickles were made from cucumbers until I was 24. 
and in the middle of getting my bachelor's degree. You know degree. what? I was pretty old, too, <laughs> to be honest. That's a dang cucumber. <laughs> my God. <laughs> and it comes in so many different flavors. <laughs> uh, let us know on the text line what's something you learn later in life. 314-699-4766. It's Remy and Casey's Hometown Heroes. Brought to you by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. Schedule your AC system check now. Visit aircomfortservice.com. Today we say thank you to Jordan Holt. Uh, the nomination form says, My daughter is a travel nurse. Took a year off to work at a local hospital as a house supervisor and works PRN at a hospital in Belleville, Illinois to assist when she can. She started nursing in the middle of the COVID outbreak and spent time quarantining at a hotel to avoid contact with family. Aww. That's crazy. She was nominated by Jill Holt. Jill and Jordan sent a request song. They want to hear the latest from Morgan Wallen. Thinking About Me is on 92.3 WIL. Remy and Casey on the way out on this tasty Tuesday. Yeah, uh, that's the third time you've said that. I just like... And I don't think anyone else likes it. You don't like <laughs> the words Tasty Tuesday together? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know how I, feel. I think if it's going to be a Tasty Tuesday, we need to bring food in every every Tuesday. Right. Like it has to be a taste test Tuesday yeah. or something. That would probably make it a little bit better of a day in general uh, because it is technically... The worst day the, of the week. The worst day of the week. So. Today hasn't been that bad though. No, it's been great. We, we talked about wedding sprawl, how weddings used to be, you know, very cut and dry. You do the wedding, you do the proposal, the reception, the bridal shower, the bachelor bachelorette party, that's it. And now it's like two bridal showers, a proposal party, a uh, bachelor bachelorette party that goes to a destination. There's mm -hmm. a whole thing. We talked about that. You're kind of going through all this right now. Oh yeah. Um, but it's not not, it's not just a, a big day anymore. It's a big year. Right. And if you are in that age range where all your friends are getting married, it can be very overwhelming. And very expensive. Very exp expensive as well. But wedding sprawl, I feel like, is going to be one of those words of the year. Because yeah. now we have a definition for what everybody has been experiencing for the last couple of years. And it's, you know what it's I mean? cute the first few times. Like the first couple times you go to Nashville for a bachelorette or yeah. you have like a, a this bridal shower and a that bridal shower. But by like the fourth friend, you're saying, <laughs> I, I, need to I need to start cutting some friends off. I can't go to Scottsdale. I'm sorry. I can't afford this anymore. <laughs> Brittany. Just kidding. If you missed anything from the show today, you can always check out the Remy and Casey Show podcast. And we will see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Facebook at 92.3 WIL.